1: Welcome. Yeah. To the number one. Yeah. Biggest podcast.
3: Yeah.
1: The number one team in the AFC. Who day international? Yes. And wow. Day Sunday.
3: Are,
1: yes. John, I saw you a uh, step on a cat or something. You were very excited in your video.
0: On a, and, uh, on a on a cow John, or on my cat? Have I have I not do better know. than to step on cats, John.
1: But oh, a cat.
0: No, there's no yeah. cat in the vicinity of that.
1: Yes, but John, you were very excited.
3: You didn't know what to do with yourself. I didn't know what to do with myself.
0: People it's are crying, goodness.
3: they're screaming, they're bleeding. It's not yeah. They're, they're hurting themselves. They're, 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 people are confused, it's mass pandemonium. People have not known what to do with this Bengals win because it's, it's been a long time coming. Well, NFL teams don't know what to do with this this, this team
1: because there's no way you can defeat them. It doesn't, I mean, there is no, they, they, they never, they have no idea of, they're, they're so, like we said, they're so young, they have no short-term memory, they don't understand Most of the 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 they don't
3: know that they're not supposed to do this. They they don't know that they're not supposed to be here. I mean, we might put it differently. They don't know they're beautiful. That's what makes them beautiful. That is true. One D. Look, well, let us let us uh, move right along
1: because we have a very special guest, and uh, we're going to we're going to bring him on very soon. But I first want to talk about uh, Courtney. Wants us to talk about, of course. TV. you can go watch this on Brinks.tv. Yeah. And uh, it is amazing. We have no accents, we look better, and they have so, so many ways of touching up the show on yeah. Brinks.tv. And Courtney, I don't know if you know that channel, it has so many different shows, they cover so many different sports leagues. You know, the NBA, the PGA, and um, Courtney, hold on, the the NRA as well. No, no. NRA so, is not sports they have a very special new podcast according to me to talk about it's called hold on you miss a hundred percent of the people you don't shoot at and it is hosted by ted nugent it is an nra show it's a fantastic show fantastic show Uh, did this
2: come to you in a dream last night
1: uh actually i i do want to check it out it's the first show i want to check out of the uh brinks.tv no but really they have the ray lewis show ray lewis is on he has a show and they have the uh baby mama uh, what's it called the shield your babies from the nfl uh show and so many other <laughs> great things but look if you go to the bengal's picks dot app dot link slash e slash dhs you can make picks. You can choose who. is going to do? How many touchdowns is this guy going to get? How many that get? You know. And you can win free tickets, and you can get signed merch. But not only that, merch. but you have merch. to be, you have to be 18 or older, to do this. And I, and it is because I, I figured it out, Courtney. It is because it is it's considered a type of voting. And voting is a very dangerous thing. You can't trust not, anybody no. with it. No. And so no. if you going to vote on players, it is you have to be 18 or over. I figured it out finally. Look, I want to bring in our guest, okay? Because this man has, he has so much experience covering so many different teams, mostly in Los Angeles. But I mean, this guy, this guy has been, you know, all over the place. He's on ESPN covering LeBron James, covering... You know, he's on Sports Illustrated and the LA Times. And now he has started his own empire, media empire, the the Arash Markezi Show. Welcome, Mr. Arash Markezi.
3: Oh,
2: it's it so such
1: nice a,
3: to have you on the show.
2: It is a pleasure to be here. The only show that I actually pronounced my name the way that the, my parents pronounce my name. Uh, such yeah. a pleasure to be on with you. Thank you. We believe in authenticity here. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. It's a
0: rare honor, though, because Daddy doesn't pronounce anyone's names correctly. I was going to say, yeah.
2: my name is the only name that he could pronounce. For Arash and Madikazine, thank you for coming on. I well, love being you. on the show with you guys.
1: Thank you. We love having you on. Now, Arash... He has studied with Walter Cronkite as a child. (laughs) I was just reading your Wikipedia. I I went
2: to his school and I took a picture with him and he signed my VHS tape. If anyone doesn't know, that was what we had before DVD. So I did get to study below, well below under Mr. Cronkite, but I did get to meet him and uh, it was quite the honor. Yes. What's a DVD? Yeah. That's right, we moved past you. He- <laughs> I feel really old now. <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly.
1: Oresh, when I called you, I said, can you be on the show? First of all, you didn't hang up the phone. You are very I wanted man. to. I was, he wanted to, he wanted no. to. But he was at- He made at- it past round one. <laughs> he, he was at SoFi a Stadium, which a lot of people have been calling, hold on. But why a stadium? Like, why does it exist? Why do the what is the the why do they need a football team? Does anybody watch football there? They have the Lakers? Oh, really? And I remember you went into the pro shop and you were you're, you know, filming people supposedly wow. buying jerseys. And there's, well, no, there's a lot of conspiracy theories out there that they you know, I don't know that they were they were, you know, they were paid to take the jerseys away. But no, the, the Rams do have fans. Can yes. we just? Can we
3: just? Okay, I just want you to, to confirm. We want to confirm Rams fandom. Is are there at least more than two fans of the Rams?
2: What? 100 percent by the way when they gave that trophy on sunday at sofi stadium uh there was a lot of screaming fans there and that was not piped in music it was not paid fans we do have a lot of actors out there who uh you know during the pandemic do need work but i don't think the rams are hiring them to go to the pro shop to buy you know cooper cup jerseys. so there are rams fans listen I will be the first to admit, we are a fickle town. But if you win in Los Angeles, you will win the hearts of Los Angeles. It may be for a week. It may be for a month. It may just be for a year. But they are hopping on that bandwagon, and they're hopping on that bandwagon hard. And I think everyone in Los Angeles, you're excited, sir. I think people are excited to see the Rams in the Super Bowl.
3: Yes. It's the polar opposite of the Bengals. (laughs) Exactly. Because our, our, our team has been basically underdogs for so long at this point if you're a fan you really have it
1: (laughs) i mean uh, i mean i don't think people understand how big the cincinnati bengals are to the city okay i mean uh, john i mean look we don't have an nba team our college teams you know recently you see okay you had a you had
2: a good year with the football team though right
1: yeah, yeah. But, but I mean, but, but it is a football town. I mean, just yeah. if you look at the diets, the, 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 the people here, we train to play football. Even if we never are going to play the sport, even if you're 50 years old, we, we are, our, our bodies are always prepared to play football and nothing yeah. else. It's not like L.A. L.A., everybody's very svelte. They're, they're looking like basketball players. <laughs> we, this is a football town. We love the team. People love the team. I don't think people realize they're like, oh, why are the games not sold out? Why would you go watch a Bengals game before this year? You know what I mean? I mean, you know, it's not not even fair to criticize the fans. But now we are seeing there's so many uh, tear-jerking stories. When, for me, I cried when Jim Rousey offered free tickets to (laughs) Bengals fans who could demonstrate their, you know, their fandom. It was very very beautiful. I
2: I feel I feel for Cincinnati because I've never been there, but I'm sure it's a fantastic city from what you said. It is a upsetting to me for you guys that your city is known for chili skyline chili it is chili on spaghetti and i have to try it yeah. sometime you'll have to let me know i'm sure they're going to have it this week they're going to bring it out to los angeles It's right. not going to taste the same but i'm sure there's so much more to cincinnati ohio well you have you, have you ever arash arash,
3: arash, <laughs> arash have you ever okay. had a really fresh sushi roll <laughs>
1: Yeah, this guy says so no, is on, way hold more on. LA. Let me just tell you something. I, no, hold Arash, on, hold I'm on. Sorry. I, I want to say, Arash, hold on one second. Have
3: you ever had a really fresh vegetarian sushi roll uh, that tastes incredibly delicious, glut, gluten free, uh, and prepared by a great chef? Have you ever had that? Imagine the opposite of that. That's just not the chili.
2: <laughs> well,
1: it's it damn something. good.
0: It yeah, is. I,
1: I want it John. Me and John are on one team. Look, me and John, we don't want your, you know, kale lattes or your soy cheesecakes. Have you ever or, had or, a kale uh, ch- latte? This is my
2: chai tea latte right here. Yeah, it. we don't want any of that stuff.
1: <laughs> me and John, we want the, we want, to, we want to, we want to absorb the powers of the
3: animals that
1: yeah. we that are. There's a reason are, why
0: there's 50 pig statues scattered across the Greater Cincinnati area. They I love, love they our pork. Love pigs. They love pigs. <laughs>
3: We're German immigrants. In, in Cincinnati, they brought a culture of sausages and pork, and they have an Oktoberfest in Cincinnati. But, you know, honestly, when we talk about cuisine, I have to say, when I used to eat meat, Cincinnati is a great city for food. Great city. Great yeah. city.
2: Look, I'm looking forward to going there. And I, I, I do believe that you guys will bring some of the great food here uh, to Los Angeles. So they'll, they'll have skyline chili, chili in the media center. But, man, yes. I'm, I'm, by the way, I love your quarterback. I think that is the one us, guy yeah, let's that I think. To the, yes, let exactly. us move let's to QB battle. Yes.
1: yes, yeah. Let us move to QB battle. Yes, you were saying you love our quarterback, which is a very smart decision because our last <laughs> guest. Well, our last guest. I got some sound bites from them. They were saying some not so great things about their quarterback, yeah. and I think they came to regret it.
3: No. Yeah, if you trash talk, he will reuse that in the <laughs> video. Yes,
2: and I send oh, it. Oh, wait, can I say the one video of mine that will be used in Cincinnati? Maybe I have no idea, but it, it, it did gain traction. The one thing that Rams and, and San Francisco 49 fans agreed on, they were all happy that the Cincinnati Bengals defeated the Kansas City Chiefs. It was like they were saying, I don't know who's going to win, but whoever wins this game will win the Super Bowl. And I said, okay, slow your roll. I'll be the first to admit Joe Burrow. I'm not, I'm not betting against that guy. I am rooting for the Rams on Sunday. I am not putting a wager on this game because I'm not betting against Joe Burrow, not at this point.
1: A smart man. You're very yeah. smart man. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but I don't, look, I don't want to insult your quarterback. He's a tough guy. He's been yeah. through a lot. And uh, look, he has the zip on his passes that Sean McVay has desired for so long. And, uh, and no, I mean, he, like, I, I, when he gets pressure in his face, Unlike uh, Jared Goff, you know, he can, he can make his stuff happen. It's, that is kind of what the difference has been. I, I yeah. don't know. I've never watched the Rams game. I've just, I just looked at a couple <laughs> of tweets. But, but look, I guess John maybe can break this down. What, what is the disparity here, John, in terms of a QB matchup? What, is it, you know, what are we looking at when we say the Goat and the Ram lock horns?
0: It's crazy. Like, the fact that we're talking about a Bengals Super Bowl and the Bengals are facing Matthew Stafford, Of all quarterbacks in the Super Bowl is just mind-boggling but Stafford really found a home in LA and I I think just that vision of combining his arm strength and his ability to be accurate down the field with the playbook of Sean McVay it's worked perfectly and obviously they've surrounded him with immense talent just like the Bengals have surrounded Joe Burrow with immense talent but you know that that offense hasn't really changed it as much it's just become maximized because they have a quarterback without a lot of the limitations and Stafford hasn't been perfect just like Burrow hasn't been perfect yeah. but he's been good enough to get him this far and that's, that's saying something after his career was basically wasted in Detroit
1: yeah Arash I mean what is, what is your impression of a Stafford can he get it done And I know, look, I know a lot of average quarterbacks have won Super Bowls, but can he get it done if they need him to win the game for them?
2: He can, and if you would have posed that question to me in November, I would have said probably not, or or at the very least, I'm not confident in it. I mean, he had multiple you know, games with uh, th- th- three turnovers, two picks, a fumble, a pick six. He had four games this year with a pick six, and they were really bad pick sixes. I'm just I, like you're, you're trying to figure out what the heck he's doing. So, But in the postseason, I will say this. He's been a different quarterback, and that, I, I never thought I would say that because normally the quarterback you've seen through the season is the, is the quarterback you're going to see come playoff time, but he's played tremendously well against the Cardinals, against Tampa Bay, and he did lead them to a comeback win against San Francisco. And I do think, listen, this is the second time that this has happened, but it's going to be huge for them to be home. They don't have to travel. They're in their own practice facility. They're at home the entire week, these next two weeks. That will be huge for them, I think.
3: Well, the counterpoint to that, Arash, which is that everybody feels at home in L.A.,
1: that's how could true. You exactly. Yeah, it, it is funny. I saw the Bengals might leave uh, Cincinnati early, so get this, yeah. so they can practice in the warm
2: weather. Interesting.
1: Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, how- listen. The By weather. the way,
2: so Cincinnati will get here Tuesday. They will p- practice in UCLA, and you guys should come out here because that is right next to Terangulus, Irangulus. Yep. So the best Persian restaurants in Los Angeles are just a stone's throw away from well, where Joe Burrow and Cincinnati Bengals will be practicing.
1: I think you put some, you put some of that that shish kebab in Joe <laughs> Burrow's stomach. Watch out. Yeah. It is like chili times two. It is like exactly. like Yes.
3: But uh, look, UCLA, if I'm not mistaken, is close to the location of one of Dadio's favorite shows, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Dadio used right. to binge that show. You remember that? <laughs> uh, absolutely.
1: Yes. Uh, great show. Great show. But, you know, Arash, there are so many great shows on TV these days, but you can't watch all of them. Do you know no. why? Because we don't have a NordVPN. Oh, and there you go. Nord VPN, yeah. NordVPN, okay, it allows you to, it makes things more secure. But you also can access so many shows that the, with all the streaming, that you know, a lot of people pay for is streaming. And uh, with all these streaming things, you can't, you can't always watch all your favorite shows. Like some of my favorite shows are, I don't know if you've heard of uh, the, the Kalishnikov movie or the Ekaterina movie or the Pretty Us Hinyay movie. Uh, these are fantastic movies. And uh, they don't show them in the US. No. But, uh, yeah but you can go to nordvpn.com slash believe and you get 70 percent off your plan plus one month free that's nordvpn nordvpn.com slash believe and uh, yeah i just wanted to share that with you arash I, I, well, I thought it was just, appropriate. Just a
3: random thought. That's
1: <laughs> I,
2: I appreciate that because, no joke, I actually just heard from Nord, and they may sponsor the Arash Markazi show on yes. the Believe podcast. There you network. go. And, you know, yes. th- this, is, this is great. This is all coming together. It's fantastic.
1: Yes. So, look, John, we are facing in yeah. Aaron Donald and Von Miller, two, of, two all-time great pass rushers. And the Bengals def- offensive
3: line. Let us get it. Let us get now, this. now we are getting to the main topic <laughs> That's at hand
0: right, this. exactly. Because no. the,
3: really, it's the Rams' defense that ha- gives us chills at night yes. and makes well, us Well, Honestly,
1: worried. I'm not worried about Jalen Ramsey. I know that sounds stupid, but it does. I'm not. No. no, what I mean is look at, look at our receivers. And if, if they're going to put Jalen Ramsey one on one on Chase, I think he's going to have his first you know, big game of the postseason. That's what I think. But we'll get we can get into that later and because i mean you don't you don't put one guy on chase and and survive nobody can do that i don't care who Jaden ramsey is and uh, but look let's talk about the pass rush first of all uh the Bengals gave up nine sacks to the titans the Bengals against the chiefs they were like we're not getting joe burrow sacked nine times again so what did they do they did a lot of quick passes you know, and, uh, and they, did, they ran on almost every first down, it's like 70, 80% of the first downs they ran.
3: They tried yeah, and to And it cost avoid. them. I mean, let's, let's remember, it cost them. Yeah. This was, it's not just yeah. about winning the game. It yeah. was a really ugly and brutal first half. It wasn't yeah. working.
1: Yeah, but, but, but I want to know from John's perspective, what can they do schematically to, because John, that second half, I want to bring this up before you talk. The second half against the Chiefs, the pass blocking looked pretty good for the Bengals. Yeah. It
0: looked pretty, pretty good.
1: I mean, no, yeah. compared to the first half. Joe, Joe <laughs> Burrow had some time. Was it to that, was it that much
0: different? Was it that it much was different. different? Well, he okay, was pressured you, you, at a higher rate against the yeah. Chiefs than the Titans. The Titans just happened to finish all those sacks. This time, yeah. when you had the Chiefs and Chris Jones and company not stay in their gaps and kind of over-pursue, you had opportunities for Joe Burrow to escape that pressure Get outside the nice. pocket, make plays with his legs. Uh, they turn those, what, like 17 pressures in, into one sack. The Titans turned 15 pressures into nine sacks. I don't know if the Rams are capable of doing what the Titans did, but they're probably going to do more damage than what the Chiefs did because there is no scheme for Aaron Donald. There's just prayers. There's just prayers that Aaron Donald is not 100% for that game. He's going to have at least two sacks against Joe Burrow, but my question for everyone is is that enough? Is that enough to beat the Bengals and Joe Burrow, a team that has faced elite pass rushers for for 17, 18, 19 games at this point and they've overcome basically all of it. It's the story of the game, obviously, but I think we're just looking past the fact that this team has dealt with bad offensive line play for the entire year and they faced off the lead pass rushers the entire year and Aaron Donald is obviously the best one that they've yet to face, but like, this is a scenario that they've been in before and they've succeeded.
1: Well, let's let be know- clear, before Aaron Donald, I would say Von Miller was maybe the best defensive player or pass rusher, you know, defensive player, let's say in the league for a couple of years he had a little bit of decline or maybe was he just didn't feel like playing for the broncos what does he look like this year has he had a full revival or is he like 80 percent of prime von miller
2: i think he 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 i was just gonna say like he did have a turning point because i think both of those guys struggled i think godel beckham jr and von miller as soon as they came here like everyone thought this is not the nba you can't just pick up and 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 be the same player that you were so as soon as those guys got here They had a three-game losing streak. They lost to Tennessee. They got blown out by San Francisco. And then they lost to Green Bay. They did not win for a calendar month. And then they had a turnaround. They had that month together. They got together. And Vaughn is really comfortable now. And, and again, we'll see what happens. But I do think, to to your guys' point, that is the story of the game. I do think it will be a fantastic game. I do think it will be a close game. The one scenario where this game could get out of hand – I will say the Rams' pass rush is not a normal pass rush. That is why I was very confident against them against Tampa Bay. That is why I kind of had a walk-off moment. When San Francisco got the ball back after the Rams kicked that field goal, I already made my way down to the field for the postgame because there was no way, in my view, that Jimmy G in San Francisco was going to do a thing against Taron Donald, Von Miller, uh, Floyd, jalen ramsey that defense they wanted that moment and the, and, and that game yeah. was done at that point
3: and and let me i'm not adding fuel to the negativity fire here because i do think joe burrow can and will overcome but let's let's not forget that any quarterback can get rattled we saw mahomes get rattled by the Bengals defense and we even saw burrow get rattled if you remember against the cleveland what? browns you you remember the cleveland browns game it was ugly it was ugly, and it was not the Joe Burrow that we know. He was off. He was off, and and it can happen to anyone. Joe Burrow. Okay, is that was early it.
1: in the season. He he was his his knee was still uh, arash. I don't know if you know Joe Burrow, as we say on the show. He tore so many ligaments in his knees, in his knee that we had to study anatomy. That was, I was a condition for being on the show this year. I yeah. made everybody <laughs> study an anatomy book just to understand. What all the different ligaments? It was a coloring book.
3: It was a coloring book for (laughs) first graders. But yeah, we learned the finger too. Yeah.
1: (laughs) No, but but he was still rehabbing. I would say at that point he came back very early. I don't count that Cleveland game. Okay. But John, you were going to say something. I was. (laughs) You were going to say about we were talking about Von Miller getting back to 100 percent or not. No, Ar- Arash just answered.
2: It yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Wait, can I ask you guys? Can I flip the script? Because I am fascinated by the swagger of your quarterback. Because yes. our quarterback does not have yeah. that. Um, it's 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 very fascinating to watch. My father, proud proud Persian man, he has walked and uh, he he grew up a Cowboys fan. As soon as he moved to the United States, he was a Roger Starbuck fan, Captain America, whatnot. He is now a Joe Burrow fan, and I'm trying to convince him. I'm like, Dad, like there I cover, go. I cover the Rams. Like, you know, wouldn't you like to see? He's like, No, there's Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow like him? He's got the. Sw-. I'm like, Dad, you don't even know what swagger means. So tell me what it is about Joe Burrow. Like, why is this guy, who he is?
1: Okay, look, I don't think it can be put into words because <laughs> some of the. No, really, I can try. The, some of the some of the most charismatic, some of the most powerful men in the history of mankind, they say, you know, how did they get so much power? And it's just they have an aura, they have a charisma, where they put a the spell on your on your, your rational senses, you can no oh, longer no. think like you, you, it's not like, oh, oh no. we're, you know, we're down 21, three, <laughs> Oh, we're a, we're a terrible team. Oh, we were two and fourteen or whatever. You know, it, you don't you don't. Oh, we have a thirty-one year losing playoff streak. None of the, the reasonable things that occur to a, to a human being they don't occur to the team anymore, because they are possessed by his no, whatever no. he has some sort of yes, it is a power. He's not an it
3: authoritarian. A... No, no, you can't describe him like that, John. You you were gonna you gonna have maybe a, a, something else,
0: another no, another theory. Joe Burrow is like this because he's himself. Yeah. And that's, that's never changed. I feel like he's always been this kind of guy. It's just his upbringing and just the things that have happened to him since being uh, slighted by not being offered a scholarship to his favorite college, Nebraska. The fact that he spent three years at Ohio State being a backup and then lost the quarterback battle fair and square and decided that I, I need to do what's best for me and go down to the SEC and, and break all those records for a, a team that rarely ever passed the ball. I, I think throughout all of that... To get to this point he's remained the same guy and you can't fake what he has and that's just why you know that it's so genuine and people gravitated with such ease he just exudes I think daddy was trying to allude to it just the swagger just the, yeah. the just just the calmness that you can get behind because you know that he backs it up and it's it's hard to emulate and it's hard to copy, and it's actually impossible to copy. You can only yeah. be that way if that's exactly who it. you are. Yeah, and it's a can't belief. It.
3: It's it's a belief in his own. It's a belief in his own uh, abilities. qualities, yeah. abilities, yeah. because yeah. he has those abilities. Well, from I mean, the eyes down to the yeah. arm, the man. The man, know, man plays. The man really plays the game of football, really, as if it's a video game. You know, I mean, he he's a hundred percent. Uh, stress-free, I don't know how he does that. And he makes the right decision at the right time. I think the biggest play of that last game was a run, was a QB run, that third down. If he hadn't gotten that third down, the game momentum would have shifted. The third yeah. down where Joe Burrow says, okay, no opportunity, he just scoots, skedaddles on well, and gets the first down. Well, you know, he threw, he, so And he, that's the right uh, decision at the right time, yeah. So he, I mean, he did throw that interception
1: in the, what was it, John, the, the early or m- middle fourth quarter, when we mm-hmm. had all the momentum, he threw an interception. Supposedly, it wasn't, I mean, I call it a fake news interception because it looked like it touched the ground. But at any rate, it was a bad pass. I, I, I can't say it was a bad pass. I, I, I don't, I like to, it i never blame Juber. It, it was a bad pass. <laughs> yeah, but the offensive line. I always like to blame the offensive line. But at any rate, look, and uh, it was like, oh, the momentum shifted. No, it didn't. And I'll tell you something. In that second half, you know, as soon as you know we, we started to drive, you could see like Joe. It was like Joe Burrow was playing defense too. You could see in, in the offense of you know Mahomes and those guys in their eyes. You could even see in the way Kelsey was running routes. You could see everybody was like, oh no, this guy's serious. He's serious. He really thinks he can do it. And as soon as we got a little bit of hope, you know, Eli Apple stopped them on the you know on the uh, the goal line. And then, uh, you know, we got one a stop on defense, and then it was like everybody, the whole team, the whole team was like, oh, we're doing this. And you look at the kicker, look, Evan McPherson has that kind of mentality too, but I feel like everybody is deriving it from Joe Burrow at that highest level. And to Hoji's point, why does he have so much confidence in his ability? It's because, and Ken Anderson came on our show, and he, and he was similarly cool in the biggest games. He was historically cool. And he said, it's preparation. He said, what I love about him is preparation. When you yeah. know exactly what's going to happen, every single play, every single move, you know, like a coach or even better, then you are cool because you, you understand, you know, what, what's going on. And you know that, hey, one or two possessions, we're back in this game. We just make a couple of little adjustments and we're back in this game. Look no at
2: totally, totally broke it down for me. I love it now. I get it. I respect are you a fan it. now?
3: Are you going to follow your father and be a fan like us?
1: Listen, Arash, I, look, I know you have a video guy, okay? Those doctor photos in the pro shop. I'm asking you, I'm telling you, look, I say, I say, why not? Why not do some Bengals propaganda over there? And we get, we get so we get so you know, a little bit. Because look, the tickets, I understand that for people living in Los Angeles, those tickets are like what they spend maybe, you know, one month rent or something. Okay? But for us, in Cincinnati, that's like a year's income. So we, we can't come out there. So what we need from you is to convert those people. Look, they don't really care about the Rams. Come on. Just the Lakers, if the Lakers win a couple of games in a row, no one's going to that game.
2: All right, so we will make a friendly wager. You don't have to follow suit. If the Cincinnati Bengals win, I will buy a Joe Burrow jersey, and I will wear it, and I'll come on the podcast, and I'll talk about the greatness of Joe Burrow. I'll, do a, I'll have a cigar. I'll do whatever the dance he does. So I promise you I will do that if Cincinnati wins. I do have to explain this to people because they believe that it is a birthright when a team relocates to your city, that you have to just adopt them. I don't believe in that. I don't remember the Rams being in Los Angeles, right? And So when they moved here six years ago, I was, like my dad, a Cowboys fan. They would have training camp out here, but they're in Texas. I have nothing to do with the Cowboys. So when the Rams moved out here, I I kind of – slowly adopted them. And it's like a relationship where you walk into it and you go on on a first date and you go to a game. And by the way, the games were bad. They were four and 12 that, that first year. So you're not kind of totally in love with that team at that point, but it happens over time. I mean, they've been here for five or six years now. And I think, I think people are beginning to love the Rams and, but it it happens over time. It happens over time. Your passion for Cincinnati did not begin in one day or one year or even two years or six years. It happened over a course of time, and there was usually a moment where it happens, whether it was the um, hickey shuffle, whether it was the Super Bowl run, whether it was rumor aside, there, there, There was a moment in your life where you said, I'm a Cincinnati Bengals fan, and despite all the hardships over the past God knows how many years, that moment drove you to continue to become a fan. I do believe what the Rams are doing right now and why I think that this game at the super bowl so big for that franchise if they win they will have won over a lot of los angeles it is a yeah. very big game for them
1: yeah well we heard the same thing about the clippers
0: <laughs> but
2: look well they, they didn't win they didn't the win. clippers <laughs> are
0: basically the charges though right at this point yeah
2: yeah, I mean, the Chargers are in a really tough spot because like, they are still viewed as the San Diego Chargers. I mean, you still have like game officials who are saying a penalty on the San Diego Chargers, and it's like, gosh darn it, they've been here for five years. They're still calling it the San Diego. They're in a tougher spot, but they got lucky. This, he, he's not Herbert, Joe Burrow, yeah. but he's pretty yeah. darn close. Justin Herbert's he right there. Yeah. yeah. So,
1: look, Mr. Marquez, I don't know if you know, <laughs> but we have a very educated man. You know, who is, yeah. he claims to be a professor. He claims to have many degrees. Yeah. And he, every honorary, week. Honorary
3: it, PhD, honorary actually from a college PhD. nearby you, Santa Monica College. I have an there we go. PhD. Yes. Yeah. And so he is here to give us his horoscope. Thank you. Thank you, Dadio. So the great uh, Lao Tse says in the Tao De Ching that misery is what happiness rests upon. Happiness is what misery lurks beneath. Who knows where it ends? Now, there's a famous story that Lao Tse says, and it, it illustrates this point. Okay, and it, it, matter, it should matter to all Bengals fans. And the story goes like this. There was a farmer... And uh, you know, uh, one day his horse runs away and his neighbor comes and says, oh, that's too bad. And he says, maybe. And then his horse comes back and brings a bunch of other horses. And the neighbor says, oh, that's great. And he says, maybe. And then the wild horses that the, that the horse brings back, his son, the farmer's son is taming them and he gets kicked and breaks his leg. And the, the neighbor says, oh, well, that's so bad. Your son broke his leg. He says, maybe. And then the army comes through, the king's army, and they're conscripting young men, but they don't take the farmer's son because his leg is broken. And guess what? The neighbor comes, and he says, that's great. They didn't take your son. He says, maybe. How does that relate to the Bengals? Put yourself in the year 2015. You would have thought that that playoff loss was the worst thing that could happen. But let's be honest with ourselves. Even if we would have won, even if the Bengals would have won, it would have been one game. They weren't going to go this far not with Andy Dalton, not with the team we had. And then fast forward, you go loss after loss, embarrassment after embarrassment, and what does that lead to? Joe Burrow. But then what happens to Joe Burrow? Joe Burrow gets hurt. And you think, oh my gosh, is it gonna ever be the same? Guess what? I think that Joe Burrow's, uh, uh, the, the injury to Joe Burrow had him sitting out, had him angrier than ever, had him more determined than ever, he comes back, and the year he, right after he has hurt his knee, guess what? He takes you to the Super Bowl. That, my friends, is the power of maybe. That is the power of events turning out not the way you expect, but in a really good way. Wow! And that's my whole that, that was fantastic. Uh, for
1: the first time, I feel like, Hoji's maybe read a book or two. That was that was actually informative. <laughs> it's a
3: little bit of Taoism, that's just it. a little bit of Eastern philosophy, and Bengals, who Yes, look, Arash, we yeah. are going to let you go. You know, you have a lot <laughs> of
1: important things. Arash is he just got out of SoFi. And he is going to the Pro Bowl tomorrow. I am very busy man. And, uh, and, and I imagine he's covering the Lakers after that and a lot of different stuff. <laughs> so look, we just want to get you a prediction before you go for the Super Bowl. What is going to happen? Who's going to be the MVP?
2: Well, listen, I think you know where I'm going with this. And apologies, I guess, ahead of time. I am going with the Rams. I do think it will be close. I do think what we've talked about b- before, the offensive line of Cincinnati, the defensive line, the pass rush of the Rams will be a key in this game. I do think it will be close, and I think the point spread is correct. I do think it will be Rams 24, Cincinnati Bengals 24 21. It'll be a three point game. It'll be a very close game. 24 21. Rams beating the Cincinnati Bengals. But listen, if the Bengals pull the upset, I will be back on the show. If you will be so blessed to have me, I will wear my Joe. I I will go out somewhere here and buy a Joe Burrow shirt. I'll go on the the official website of Cincinnati Bengals. I'll buy a cigar. I'm not a smoker, but I will do the whole. Joe Burrow thing,
3: yes. Well, I must say, I Absolutely. think you sort of already are wearing a Joe Burrow shirt yeah. because Tupac, Tupac yes. and Joe Burrow, they really have the same energy.
1: <laughs>
3: yes, yes. But so, so let me ask you, MVP, who's your MVP?
2: Oh, uh, man, I do think it will be a defensive MVP, Jalen Ramsey. I'm just going to go Jalen Ramsey and you know, wow. have a big game, yeah, yeah. Okay. I have no idea why. You know, again, it's normally the offensive player. It's normally the quarterback, right? But I do think in this game, if the Rams win, defense will be the key. So whether he has a pick or a a big couple of plays there, I do think he will win the most valuable player. So are you going to the Super Bowl? I will be there. I'm really excited to go there. I'm kind of bummed that you guys are not coming. I'm happy to come back on the show to kind of, you know, Listen, I, I really hope that they do bring this guy line chili. I, I know it won't be the same. I know when they try to recreate things in a new city and it's not the same old kitchen, it's not the same. So looking forward to coming out to Cincinnati, whether it's for the Reds, whether it's for the Bengals, whether it's for something else. Like I do want to come out there at some point.
3: Yeah, when going L.A., they will put yeah. pesto in. The <laughs> ruin it for-
2: Look, for those of us not
1: as rich and powerful, as Mr. Markezi. Yeah, right. Come on. <laughs> well, I just want to say we have a new promo deal with it is called Ticket IQ. Ah, there we go. Because
2: anybody, yeah, Look anybody at all the who sponsors is... you guys have, God bless yeah. you for yeah. all the they sponsors. Love. these are sponsors? Yeah. I thought he was <laughs> yeah. just talking
0: about this for fun. No, exactly. No,
2: because yeah. it's real. It's real. <laughs> Look, no
1: wow. intelligent man would pay full price for anything. And Super Bowl tickets, obviously, I mean, they are outrageous. Crazy. Outrageous. I mean, these guys, look, most of the people that pay that, they're probably just going to stroll in around halftime, maybe see the halftime show. <laughs> they just like to, they get a concert, and then they're going to leave. But if you are a Bengals fan, a true football fan of yeah. a true football team, and you go to TicketIQ.com with the promo code DHSports, listen to this. I'm not even kidding. They don't charge any fees, and, and I was talking to the guy today, and I was like, how much is that? It's like $1,500 you can save on a, on a ticket, on the cheapest tickets on, from a StubHub and, uh, I don't know, the other ones. Uh, and not only that, if you use the promo code DHSports, you get another $100 off, $100. If you go to TicketIQ.com, use the promo code DHSports, all one word. I just want to share that with you, Arash. What
2: well, you, you know, it, it's really big because the cheapest ticket. I mean, if you want to sit on the last row of the worst seat in the house at SoFi, it would $7,000. So if you can yeah. save on all those fees, it would be amazing. So yeah, yeah I think
1: they're um, trying to make back the money from the stadium in one game. I think yes, so. was right? a $5 billion, billion exactly, stadium. Yeah. Exactly. But, but, yeah, well, okay. Well, maybe maybe me and Hoji, because we're very small. We can sneak into your press they box. They should. Listen, I, don't I a, will, yeah, I will yeah. put
2: you guys in my bag, Yes. figure out a way. Hopefully security will just be like, hey, like these are my uh, friends. And so, yeah, yes. hopefully we can make it happen.
1: Absolutely. Well, Arash, it was an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. And uh, really, it was yeah, so, to much fun, to know you. so much fun. So much. I mean, I, I think there is so much we can still talk about with you. You have so many years of covering these teams. But uh, we definitely will get you back on the show.
2: I'll do it and again soon, I promise.
1: Appreciate it. And of course, for my co hosts, Dr. Hoji Dektor Gasmoji, can we get some music here? <laughs> there we go. And John Harry Belafonte Shirin. Oh, yeah. I'm Daddy McDook. Listen, don't forget to subscribe. Leave a thumbs up, leave a comment. Tell us what you think. And uh, thank Arash for being on the show. Don't forget to subscribe to his podcast, The Arash Markezi Show, and our podcast, the number one Bengals podcast on Believe. That is all we have. See you next time. So long. Sviti pies.
0: Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.